Welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I'm Kayla Teal. I'm Phoebe Richards. I'm Stephanie Thompson. And I'm Grace Penzel. And I drink a weird coffee drink and now I feel like my brain is buzzing. <laughs> Wee! I had a mimosa and I'm, I'm buzzing a little bit. Mm. Yes, if you remember episode 90, which was one episode ago, we just recorded that one. <laughs> and so now we're just kind of awake. We're alive. We're awake. Woo-hoo. I love doing wake and bake episodes, man. One thing I did want to say is anyone who is actually listening to this episode around the time it's coming out, today is the 16th. Sunday will be the 18th, which is going to be the first night of Hanukkah. So uh, happy Hanukkah to all of our Jewish listeners. We love you. Get that money. Yes. And thank you for (laughs) joining us at our Twitch show last Sunday, which has totally already happened. We loved hanging out with you and you can catch the recording on YouTube. Yep. I hope you know by money I meant like guilt, like chocolate coins. Did that come across? Oh, maybe not. No, I thought you meant real money, but hell yeah, chocolate coins. (laughs) Love them. (laughs) We didn't plan an opening topic, did we? No, I did have something really wild. I wanted to ask you all. Okay, yeah, ask us. Have you heard that Dennis Rodman has broken his penis three times? Wait, what? <laughs> you can break your penis. There's no bones yes. in there. <laughs> you can break your penis. What? He's done How? it three times, all during sex. What? All during sex. Wow. There's an amazing, like, he's talked about it in tons of interviews, and there's like an animation done of him telling the story, and then it's like animated, and you get to watch it. It's <laughs> wild. I'll find the link, and we'll post it in the notes. Pretty funny. It's a little graphic and disturbing. but. The first time was because his girlfriend wanted him to run across the room, jump in the air and try to land inside of her. Ah, No. (laughs) Oh, no. It's a very funny animation. How does a penis break, though? I thought that they I mean, there's no bone in there when they're all soft. Yeah, you can. It's a lot of blood. It sounded really gross. (gasps) I wasn't going to get into the details of that because that you can watch the animation and hear him tell the story. It's very graphic. Oh, my God. No. OK, we have to start talking about I'm starting to white out. We have to start talking. About <laughs> well, I, was, I wasn't trying to take it there. <laughs> Kayla wanted to know the details. Great. Talk about something else before I faint. Well, I think we could just jive, jive. I'm going to say it. we can <laughs> jive right in. Let's jive right in. Jive Dennis right Rodman in. style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jive right into to... what is also going to be lewd. And it's BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. BuzzFeed. Fame. Fame. Fortune. Deceit. BuzzFeed. Allure. Gossip. Deceit. A BuzzFeed. (laughs) BuzzFeed. Kayla, why don't you tell us what's today's BuzzFeed about? Okay, so a couple weeks ago, Phoebe mentioned something to us that we had not ever heard of. She mentioned the existence of a group surrounding Leonardo DiCaprio called the Pussy Posse, (laughs) which when she said it, we were like, what the fuck? And so there's a I've now researched it alongside Phoebe. The Pussy Posse was they weren't self-proclaiming their group, but it, it was a group of guys friends with Leonardo DiCaprio, Tobey Maguire, freaking... David Blaine was randomly very good friends with them. And then a few other actors whose like faces I know, but I don't know their names. So Phoebe can detail who else is in that group. But they were nicknamed the Pussy Posse just because they were like running around New York and L.A. 
just like picking up chicks, causing a ruckus. Causing a ruckus. And if we really got into it, it gets kind of dark and misogynistic, but we're going to keep it light, as light as we can, (laughs) because it really is a ridiculous concept. Leo DiCaprio just got so famous after he was in the Titanic, like by the end of the the Titanic. (laughs) Oh, it's sorry. Titanic. (laughs) It's not the Titanic. (laughs) Okay. well, (laughs) he was like 23 years old at the end of the 90s. And was just so stupidly famous for, as a very young man, like everyone was talking about him. And he had developed this posse kind of like entourage style situation. Yeah. And funny you mentioned entourage because Kevin Connolly, who's one of the stars of that show. Now, I did not watch entourage, but I recognize him when I see him was one of the main guys. He called himself head of security of the pussy posse. Yeah. <laughs> and he liked to beat people up for Leo. What? Allegedly. This is all allegedly, but there's many, many articles and even interviews. A lot of this is taken from interviews from these guys. So can I tell you something embarrassing? I lost my virginity while watching Entourage. (laughs) (gasps) Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Oh my, that's some buzzed feed breaking news. That is a buzzed feed breaking news. This is the new headline. (laughs) This is a revelation. (laughs) Really quick to just take us back. Yes, the Pussy Posse, which was somewhat infamous throughout the late 90s, really started because Leonardo DiCaprio was auditioning as a young lad around Hollywood and he befriended Tobey Maguire. His own quote was he was in a car with his mom. He saw Tobey Maguire walking down the street, had seen him at a lot of auditions, jumped out of the car, chased after him and made him be his friend. They were 12. They were 12. Very cute. Little babies. And then they met a bunch of other guys like Lucas Haas, who was in like the movie Witness as a little kid. And he's in Mars Attacks. And then Sean Connolly, who I said, and some other guys, they would all audition around town together. Leo basically started getting all of the roles and they would hang out and just kind of cause trouble. And then, yeah, Leo had Romeo and Juliet and he had Titanic. And by then he was huge. And so then they all just suddenly could get into like any club, any restaurant, and they would just go around and pick up chicks and honestly just cause a lot of trouble. Let me mention, so here's things the Pussy Posse was known for doing. <laughs> God. They were known for putting off stink bombs in the Sky Bar in L.A. What the fuck? <laughs> Are they 12 still? They were known for throwing salad at paparazzi. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're known for crashing Victoria's Secrets parties, of course. Apparently once Leo threw trash off the Brooklyn promenade onto the cars below. Jesus Christ. Another thing, and maybe worst of all, that they were known for is almost never tipping. Oh, God. Yeah. And then one story I read so many accounts of was they harassed Elizabeth Berkeley after Showgirls came out and wanted her to come party with them. Her boyfriend got pissed and came to a bar they were at to tell them to stop harassing his girlfriend, and they beat him up. And he permanently, <gasps> yeah, he was permanently like his uh, vocal cords or something or voice box. I think his larynx, mm-hmm. they punched him in the yeah. larynx. Oh my and God. This woman they were harassing was also like the blonde girl from Saved by the Saved Bell. Saved by the Bell. They just mm-hmm. saw her and were like, all right, she's got to be in a come roll with our crew. And like, they were very persistent and weird about it. So I'm guessing this happened all the time. They just like spotted someone and were like, you're going to come hook up with us slash be our friend. Yeah. But and that one got a lot of attention. Like, yeah, she was like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah, the guy they beat up like had a $45 million lawsuit that eventually got dropped. 
Wow. Other people that were in the group as they got bigger was Q-Tip, interestingly. From A Tribe Called Quest. Yep, from Tribe Called Quest. Harmony Corinne, who directed like Kids and Spring Breakers. And Sarah Gilbert, the one female pussy posse member, I guess, if you want to call it (laughs) that, who is from Roseanne. She played Darlene and she's an out lesbian and was at the time. Okay, I was going to say, is she getting pussy? (laughs) I don't know. I think she kind of just hung out with them. I didn't really ever hear accounts about her, but I'm probably... She must have been. They were like, she can hang. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then in 95, some of the guys in their group directed a movie called Dawn's Plum, and they got Leo and Toby, both of whom stars were quickly rising. So this was a little before Titanic. (laughs) And they filmed this movie like in a couple days, like gritty. This was in the day when like Clerks was huge and like Kids was huge. So it was kind of this new indie gritty movie. And they filmed it and then they edited it together. And it was starting to get some attention because it had Leo and Toby in it. But then they got nervous about it. Leo watched it and decided he was fine with it. But then allegedly Toby was really upset and embarrassed by because it was very improvisational. And I guess he had a monologue about masturbating with a finger up his ass. That he was really embarrassed about and didn't want out there. So he convinced Leo, allegedly, of course, these are just accounts I read, that he convinced Leo that these guys were trying to like use their celebrity to make this movie happen and turned Leo on them. And then the guys, the movie got like shut down, never released. And the guys got blacklisted from Hollywood and kicked out of the pussy posse. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. I also read that Tobey Maguire's manager didn't want it to come out because they were improvising and they were playing just like misogynistic like womanizers basically Mm -hmm. that because they were also improvising it was like too much like who they were in private and like (laughs) an ugly way and so like it was supposed to screen at Sundance it was supposed to have this big premiere and Toby and like wanted it pulled and it got pulled I'm surprised I mean I'm not surprised but like all of them should have gotten blacklisted from Hollywood. Like, these stories are horrible. I also, uh, like, Steph was asking how old they were when they were doing shit, like, throwing trash off a bridge, because, like, that's such a teenage thing. Like, I feel like if all my weird teenage pranks were, like, cataloged in a magazine, I wouldn't be very proud either. Yeah, (laughs) no defense, but I do think we're looking at probably... I mean, some of these guys started hanging out, like, 12, 13. Obviously, they weren't famous yet. But from a boy's life, this boy's, like, Leo was probably big enough that probably around 15, 16, 17, they were yeah. kind of known. So, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. There hasn't been any allegations that anyone has put forth that are really disturbing in some no. senses. So Except I, I that know. very clear chart that they have of how... Leonardo DiCaprio keeps getting older and the women that he dates stay the same age. Yeah. Yes. But they are over 18, so. The record is still 26. He did date someone till she was 26, but then they broke up, so. Well, he's now dating, what's her name? He's like 29. Oh, wow. But this is, again, not me defending. (laughs) I don't have, uh, what's her name? The the Hadid, the older Hadid model. Gigi Hadid? Yes. Oh, okay. Who also dated Tyler Cameron of The Bachelor. Yes. Can we reclaim Pussy Posse? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sad that a group of guys took it. Yeah. Well, it was sort of given to them. Again, I feel like this sounds like I am defending. I am not. I. It's unclear if they called themselves that. Many say they never did. Some say they had jackets and T-shirts. So it's (laughs) hard to say. But it was a woman who wrote an article for The New Yorker whose name I have. It was New York Mag. New York Mag. Shoot, have From 1998, she like did a big expose on it. 
And that's Ooh. like, I think what made the term pussy posse. Nancy Joe Sales. Yeah. She said that Hollywood circles called them the pussy posse. And they claim that no one did until she wrote that. Hmm. But then, like I said, some claim they had T-shirts. So, yeah, I think the most important thing about the segment BuzzFeed is that we have to keep saying alleged. Allegedly. Allegedly. Like, yes. like, Anything that we report on in BuzzFeed can't be really clear cut about what happened. Yeah, Uh, all of this is alleged. (laughs) Allegedly, they are mostly no more because Toby and Leo kind of took off. But allegedly, the ones that do still hang out have tried to rebrand as the Wolfpack and like to go out and chant Wolfpack, Wolfpack and howl. (laughs) Allegedly. I think it's over for them. (laughs) I think think it's over. (laughs) But here to end this really quick, I have three very funny quotes from members of the Pussy Posse. It was in an interview by someone named McLeams, Kevin Connolly, head of security. Can I go back a second? The pussy posse was formed to chase pussy and then have sex with it. Definitely. But I think a lot of us were chasing something else. A lot of us didn't really have a well-defined way to be a man. So we invented one. <laughs> Lucas Haas. In retrospect, the frequency of projectile vomiting was higher than it seemed at the time. Kevin ruined the premiere of Everyone Says I Love You by puking on Woody Allen. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's right. (laughs) And then Q-tip. At the end of the day, Leo being a huge star meant his shine rubbed off on all of us. You think I would have gotten to fuck Nicole Kidman if he wasn't in Titanic? God, this is horrible. (laughs) They're horrible. Yeah. That interview is from like several years ago. Yeah. Come on, David Blaine and Q-Tip. Why'd you have to get yourselves mixed up with the likes of these kids? Barf. (laughs) That's fun. I also read a funny quote in the New York Mag article that they were trying to illustrate how all even like very rich, powerful people were all like being asked to comment on Leonardo DiCaprio. Like every interviewer was like, what do you think of Leonardo DiCaprio? (laughs) And somebody asked Senator John McCain that and he's. He called him an androgynous wimp. (laughs) (laughs) And it said he grumbled. (laughs) Why? How funny to just everyone being asked. What do you think of Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, like, why were you asking U.S. senators (laughs) about a 23-year-old Hollywood heartthrob? Like, why did we all need to know? Interestingly, Leo has never commented on it and really distanced himself. He won't, like, acknowledge that part of his past at all but all of the other guys are pretty like kind of that's their badge of honor still i think ew and he's he's out of there well that's my story i think i find the whole thing a little more amusing than the rest of you fair enough (laughs) i understand but uh apparently they had a little logo and i'm gonna try to find it jesus two peas christ i'm gonna make us all jackets and we can be the pussy posse and then if anyone asks no never mind (laughs) or the peepees Well, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our presentation on the Pussy Posse. I've been Kayla Teal, and we're going to take a smoke break. Welcome back from your smoke break. I hope you all had a toasty one. And this is Stephanie here. And if you've been listening for a while, you might recognize this next segment. It's my super dumb quiz. Stephanie's super dumb quiz. 
So another dumb quiz that I came up with since it's we're in the holiday season, I thought <laughs> we might do a holiday quiz. You're going to find out what Yuletide monster you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even know there were Yuletide monsters. Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the holidays, especially now, are an amalgamation of a lot of things. And so mm. we're going to pull from some of that. That soup, the, <laughs> that monster soup. So first off, I'm going to ask you guys, the first question is, what is your stocking staple? Is it an orange? A, B, chocolate, C, toys, or D, no stockings for me? Mine is an orange, although I never eat the orange, but I always have one in the toe of my stocking. I mean, I guess I'll do chocolate. Honestly, it's a chocolate orange, so I'm really thrown <laughs> how to answer it. <laughs> I get those little chocolate oranges every year. That's love right. I should have done that. And for me, I just, I love a little toy. Can't resist it. Are we, do we need to keep track of our A's, B's, and C's? Yeah. Keep track of your A, B's, and C's. That's it, though. How many A, B's, and C's you get. Thank you for doing that. I didn't. Orange and A's. Or D. Smoke a or little D. more weed. Okay. Mine is orange. Going on to number two, <laughs> but it's a real, not an orange, orange. Yeah, it's an orange. <laughs> My mom puts the, sometimes puts the cuties in there. Oh, Clementine. The Clementines. Number two, what's your favorite winter clothing item? A, earmuffs, B, a scarf, C, wool socks, or D, a hat? That's hard. A for earmuffs. B for scarf. B for scarf. I'm going to say wool socks. C. Okay, then I'll take hat. You'll take hat. It was between wool socks and hat for me, but that helped. Because mm -hmm. I like wool socks year round. So I'll yeah. take hat. Okay. What? You like wool socks year round? I said it, so I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> yeah. Phoebe's known for it during a heat wave, having thick wool socks on. <laughs> At the beach in my bikini. <laughs> Ooh, bikini and wool socks. That's a look. Number three. Favorite Christmas movie, okay? A, Home Alone, D, or no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm how dyslexic. dumb is this quiz? <laughs> no, I'm dyslexic, so I read the B and oh. the D. And also the, anyway, B, Die Hard, C, A Muppet's Christmas Carol, or D, Home Alone 2. <laughs> B, Die Hard. Phoebe. Yes. A, Home Alone. Home Alone for Kayla. I've only ever <laughs> really watched Home Alone as a Christmas movie, so that's my answer. Uh, mine is A Muppet's Christmas Carol. It's a classic staple in my house. It's great excellent. movie. Those are all great movies, to be honest. <laughs> They're good movies. For favorite holiday dessert, a pumpkin pie, B, sweet potato pie, C, ginger snap cookies, or D, candy canes? A, pumpkin pie. I have all A's so far. I'm all over the place. I'm C, gingerbread cookie. I'll do, what was the last one again? Candy canes. You know what? I only eat candy canes around the holidays, and I kind of love it, so I'm going to put candy canes. I'm going to do sweet potato pie. Wow. Love sweet potato pie. I don't know if I've ever had sweet potato pie. With the marshmallows on top? No. I've never had that. 
My mom makes sweet potato cheesecake that's really good. Whoa. (laughs) Now I'm hungry. Okay, five. Favorite winter mode of transportation? Oh. A, a train. B, a sleigh. C, a dog sled. Or D, a snowmobile. (laughs) I mean, I don't really ride in any of those. (laughs) I'm just going to say train because I want all A's. Train. (laughs) Well, I'll say, wait, is dog sled mean to dogs? I think they like it. Okay, Don't quote me on that. I'm going to say dog sled because I I didn't get to be with doggies. I think sleigh. I've never been on one, (laughs) but it is preferred. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll take snowmobile. D. (laughs) There's no rule that we have to all do something different. (laughs) I know, there is no rule. It's nice, though. We'll all be different monsters. We get to hear all the monsters. I'm already forgetting what ones I am. Was Slay number B? It was C. B? Oh, shit. Slay was B. Phoebe, did you write down your answers? No, I'm trying to keep them in my oh head. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, six. How do you drink your coffee? I wrote this this morning. <laughs> <laughs> A, black. B, cream and sugar. C, mocha latte frappuccino. or d no coffee for me b cream and sugar i'm a cream and sugar lady too b me too but i'm doing all a's so i drink my coffee black (laughs) (laughs) and b for me please all right last question and we find out what christmas monster we are or holiday monster (laughs) (laughs) but it was festivus no oh yule monster (laughs) it's more yule i guess Okay, preferred <laughs> method of toking up. I might have asked this question in a dumb quiz before, but... You did. I like it. Okay. A, a joint, B, a bong, C, a pipe, or D, a vape pen? B, bong. C, pipe. Kayla, A, joints? I'm a joint lady for sure. For sure. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's add them up. I'm mostly B's. You're mostly B's. Kayla's A's. I think I'm also, I'm actually a C. I'm pretty half and half between B and C. Okay. All right. I'm going to say B. So, so me and Grace picked, are the same monster. The same monster. Okay. If you were A. Kayla? You were, you, oh, this works out. You're a Yule cat. Yes. Let me read it. Called <laughs> the Jola Kuturin. <laughs> God. <laughs> yes. Is this a real thing? Yeah. It's in Iceland. <laughs> Gryla keeps a house cat named Jola Kuturin, also known as the Yule Cat. As the Icelandic legend goes, the Yule Cat is large, black cat who eats anyone who does not receive new clothes for Christmas. It's- oh, my God. <laughs> what a classist monster. <laughs> it said that those who were conscientious and worked hard received clothes, and those who were lazy did not. Giving new clothes for Christmas is still an Icelandic tradition because of the legendary cat. And I think Bjork does a reading of the Yule cat in one of her things. So we can maybe post that. Okay. That's all A's. You're a Yule cat. Love it. Can't wait to eat those children. Those (laughs) naked. (laughs) Oh, God, no. (laughs) No, no. No, no. We didn't get clothes for Christmas. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) You're all B's. So this maybe is part Phoebe and Grace. Phoebe and Grace, maybe part Grace. You're the no, it's all Grace. <laughs> You're the niece. Niece, niece, 
From Norway comes the legend of the niece, a gnome-like creature who assists with <laughs> daily farm chores in return for respect in a simple bowl of porridge with butter at Christmas. <laughs> a similar carol character called the Tomte also appears in Swedish folklore. Okay, How is that a monster? Well, the it's niece seems stuff. harmless at first glance, <laughs> but if he doesn't get respect in the porridge with butter he craves at Christmas, there are dire consequences. <laughs> A young girl decides to trick the niece by putting the butter on the bottom of the bowl of Christmas porridge instead of the top. When the niece looks at the porridge and sees it has no butter, he kills the family's best cow. No! <laughs> Upon eating the porridge and realizing the butter was just at the bottom, he steals the best cow from the neighboring farm. What? What a little troublemaker. I feel like he might be in the pussy posse. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So if you are all C's, that's you, Stephanie. I think that's me. I'm Gryla, another Icelandic one who owns the Stephanie's eyes are crazy right now. <laughs> and I actually own the cat Jola Kurturin. Oh. oh. So you own Kayla, damn. Yeah. In Icelandic folklore, Gryla is the mother of the Yule lads, a group of unruly little trolls who give treats to good children and cause particular types of mischief in the process at Christmas time. It is the pussy posse! <laughs> Each bit of mischief is the signature of a particular Yule lad with names such as Spoon Licker and Doorway Sniffer. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> the Yule lads are generally fairly harmless, but their mother is fairly not. That's me. Gryla is an ogress who comes down from the mountains to abduct, boil, and eat children who misbehave. I love it. Gryla can only abduct naughty children, but if a child repents, she is forced to release oh. them. Oh, oh my God. I love super dumb quiz. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. So then what if a listener was playing along and they're a D? If they're Ds, you're <laughs> Julupuki. <laughs> Finland's Christmas monster may be the most horrific of them all. Oh. The modern Julopuki uh, is now jolly and plump, <laughs> the equivalent of a Santa Claus. But the Julopuki of old, however, is a horse of a different color. It translates to Christmas buck or billy goat, and it's the old iteration had horns and hooves a la Krampus or Satan. He comes into houses asks if there are any good children living there, and if there are, they must give him presents. If there are naughty children in the house, Juolu Puki <laughs> delighted in beating them until their backsides were bleeding. Oh, oh my God! No. <laughs> so that is... <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the Yule monster you are for this season. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my super dumb quiz. Will you just really quick read each name one more time? Mm-hmm. There's the Yule cat named. Oh God! <laughs> Just say the Yule cat. The no, Yule no, cat. I want to hear okay. it. I want to hear cat it. Named the Yule cat is named Jola Katurin, uh -huh. and then there's Nissi or Nis, the gnome from Norway, and then there's Gryla, and then there's Juulu Puki. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Stephanie. Yes. Thank you. That was so uh, dumb. I love the super dumb quizzes. I love you. I, I love, love you guys. Oh, we did it. And we love you, listeners. 
And we hope that you're having a very cozy time this winter. It's your last reminder to buy your holiday gifts because giving season is coming right around the corner. (laughs) That sounded dirty. Anyway, I didn't see it that way, but yes, it did. Giving season is coming right around the corner. And I just feel like it's been a very dirty episode. You know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff going on and we all have to wrap it up strong. Oh, speaking of dirty, Steph and I are, if you're in the Seattle area, Stephanie and I are in a holiday improv show together on December 23rd. And it is very naughty. It's very naughty. So if you, if your sense of humor is naughty, you might like it, but it's called Uncle Mike Ruins Christmas. We get your happy holiday memories from the audience and then we reenact them. And then a comedian called Uncle Mike comes in and ruins them, like really ruins them. So... We have a blast doing it. It's at West of Lennon in Fremont. Yeah, Phoebe here, not in the show, but big fan of the show. And yes, it is dirty. Do you want to get a clear slice of you saying how to where it is or how to get tickets? Sure. It's at West of Lennon in Fremont, December 23rd at 730 and at 10 o'clock. I think you can get I don't know if you can get tickets. We can get more information at UncleMikeRuinsChristmas.com. Excellent. I will be there. And... (laughs) And we hope that you'll join us again next week for another episode of Stoner Chicks. In the meantime, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash stonerchicks. We would really appreciate your support. You can rate us on Spotify, rate and review on Apple iTunes podcasts, please. If you write a review and send it to us, we will shout you out on the podcast. And in addition to that, stonerchickspodcast.com is our website. You can find a list of any shows coming up, buy a t-shirt, sign up for our newsletter that Stephanie does that's really fun. You can email us at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com if you want to send in a high thought. Stephanie might read it on the podcast or just say hi. Hi. Say what's up. On Instagram, we're stonerchickspodcast. On TikTok, we're Broccoli Broads. And if you want to send us snail mail, the address is P.O. Box 80586, Seattle, Washington, 98108. Yeah. Phoebe will send you something back that's fun, maybe. Okay. Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. And with that, we'll be seeing you next week. Kayla, what do stoner chicks always say? Be careful, children. If you don't get any clothes for Christmas, the Yule Cat is coming for you. Meow. <laughs> Smoke your weed. Every Smoke day. Weed. Pussy posse. <laughs> <laughs>